Now you can find, listen and subscribe to Chilling with Jens and the local Danfoss Climate Solution podcast in your RevTools app. Download it from danfoss.com. Service and support. Downloads. Hi, I'm Jens from Danfoss Cooling. One of our popular products, the stainless steel expansion valve, the TU, is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year in 2020. I have a chat with Jörg Saar, our global applications manager, about the impact that the valve has had for our customers. But first, a few words from our TXV product manager, Arpit Sharma, about our stainless steel valve. The, the valve has proven its superior reliability and has also an unmatched performance in some of the critical applications like transport refrigeration, ice cubers, ice cream machines that require precision cooling. So, you know, combining the fact of high reliability plus high performance that's unmatched even after 25 years, it continues to stay relevant. And now to my interview with Jörg. Uh, yeah, could you please tell us a bit about the reactions from customers when they first saw the TU valve? Sure, Jens, I can do that. I would describe it as a surprised interest um, because the interest came due to the fact that the TU valve is um, a thermostatic expansion valve, which really has a different design than any other expansion valve that was on the market at that time. All the expansion valves on the market at that time were made of brass, this one isn't. So this TU valve is light, it's all hermetic, but it can has, have an exchangeable orifice as well. And a major difference you see from the outside immediately, it is made of stainless steel, but not as one big, chunk of steel, but deep drawn parts of stainless steel. And that's what led a little bit to the surprise as well when I said surprised interest because of that stainless steel. So customers said, okay, stainless steel, we get that, but um, we see the low weight as well and so on. However, what about soldering? Because I mean, soldering stainless steel is, is not that easy. However, in fact, that valve has bimetal connections. So it's not purely stainless steel. It's a bimetal connection. So you can solder it almost as copper. The refrigeration business is quite traditional and conservative. We know that. Um, if, if we look at what Danfoss did to sort of uh, promote, persuade uh, customers to consider the new uh, thermostatic expansion valve, what, what, what did you do? What, what did Danfoss do? One thing was for sure that Danfoss mentioned why Danfoss had the idea to make such a valve. And the why is the values for the customers. For sure, Danfoss did not make that valve just for the fun of it, but to make something that is better than what was available so far. And there are several quite interesting values here. So one point is that 
this valve is really completely hermetic. If you have a, an orifice that's not interchangeable, it's completely hermetic. So there are no leaks here then. And at that time already, it, it was the same discussion as today. So we still talk about leak reduction and so on. We have not had flammable refrigerants at that time, but still leaks are not good. That was one point. Another point is that this TU-TC valve series can give a wide range of capacity in the same housing. So they are available with replaceable orifice and they are available with fixed orifice. So if you have only, a re uh, not only, but if you have a replaceable orifice, then you have only one valve size, one housing size, but quite a large range of capacity in that housing size. Well, and then at that time, there was the introduction of of the so-called high-pressure refrigerant. Everybody at that time talked about the high-pressure refrigerant R410A. And this stainless steel TU-TC valve series has a high-pressure capability. So it answered questions coming from this refrigerant. The stainless steel itself, of course, is very durable. And since the capillary tube connecting the valve and the bulb is made of stainless steel that has increased the durability a lot. So failures due to fractures of that capillary tube, they they are gone. So they they are no longer there because there is this stainless steel capillary tube. I, I can go on and on. So there are so many advantages J just to, to mention another two maybe. So the due to the fact how the valve is made, that you have a, a sheet of steel and deep draw the parts of the body. It is a very low weight valve. So it has a very low weight. And that, of course, helps to reduce the load on the pipework, to reduce vibration issues. And due to that, the pipes do not fracture because of vibration and load and that reduces leakage and so on. So that's that's one major point as well. And due to the idea to have this very durable and and very strong stainless steel and combine that with a copper layer inside, you have the possibility to have a very fast installation because you do not need to cool the valve when you solder it into the system. Danfoss has made videos uh, how to do that and to show how that it is a good deal faster than soldering a valve that you need to cool down with a wet cloth. So all, all of that, and Danfoss explained the special technique Danfoss uses to make these bimetal connectors so that they don't, that the copper doesn't go away when you solder it to, to a normal uh, system. It's, it's really a special technique, and Danfoss explained all of that as well. Yeah, or this is what Danfoss did. And of course, customers said, Okay, so we probably need to train our people a little bit to work with these connectors. And that generated the idea to provide, I call them soldering training connectors. 
So then was provided the connectors only, no valves, nothing, just the connectors to solder them to a normal copper tube to allow customers to have some training before they solder in the first real valve. What we've seen and what surprised us as, as well is how fast that went because a lot of customers used maybe two, three of these training connectors and then said, whoa, that's so easy. Uh, I, the next one is a normal valve. So that, that works perfect. So th this, this is what, what Danfoss did to, to show how easy that is for soldering it in. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, I can hear the enthusiasm in your voice. That's, yeah. that's, that's great. <laughs> uh, but so, I mean, the, 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 adaptation by the OEMs, uh, that's, how long did that take? Well, there were a couple of, of customers who reacted really very fast. Zenfos has been showing that valve on, on the fairs and Zenfos did, of course, as always, the personal visits to customer customers and some of them really have seen the valve have tried soldering it in and and uh, wanted to have samples almost immediately and days later some customers already ordered the valve because they said yep that's that's great that's kind of what we've been waiting for and it it really has been quite fast of course for some customers it was a bit longer time because you you might need to do some documentation work internally but it all went really, really fast. And we got a lot of very positive feedback from customers that they like this innovative idea of, of having these bimetal connectors and having a stainless steel valve to make it light and to avoid that you need to cool it whilst soldering. So get rid of all the kind of annoying parts and still have a thermostatic expansion valve that that works absolutely perfect. It's fascinating, yeah. So, uh, Jörg, what was actually the, the uh, reaction by the production workers at the OEMs? What, what did the man on the floor, so to speak, what, what did he think about that? I mean, it must have been a, a new uh, procedure, new learnings, et cetera, et cetera. You're absolutely right, Jens, yes. Um, and some of them were a bit reluctant, understandably. I mean, somebody comes along, gives them a stainless steel valve and says, yep, this is your your valve you have to solder in right now. And if, if you ever have soldered yourself and you know about stainless steel and how to solder that, it's a bit like, oh, no, really, stainless steel, why do you do that? So... It, it was clear to them that they need to adapt their soldering technique. And here the mentioned training connectors helped already. And when, when they did that, everybody all of a sudden was pretty enthusiastic and said, hey, uh, look, I mean, this is, this is great because if I, if I look at, at the connector when I'm soldering, I can almost see how the soldering material flows into, into that connection part. 
So when I move the flame, and it's it's really impressive when when you look at that. So you move the flame, and you see how how the stainless steel changes color a bit when it's heated up, and that's exactly the line where the solder material is flowing into your connection. So that's that's what what all of a sudden really really went to an enthusiasm where everybody said I, I couldn't see that before. Now I see really where I'm soldering. So that that was that was very interesting. Maybe a word for service technicians in the field. So at the OEMs, of course, this valve was was seen and known and so on. Service technicians in the field, they might have heard about the valve if they haven't, and they came to a system and they saw the stainless steel valve. They were sometimes a bit surprised when they have not heard about that valve before. And then, of course, interested, yeah, how does it look like and how is it to solder that in? And they tried it themselves sometimes and, and used these valves as well. Um, what what I what I heard as well is that some of them said, you know what? When we come to a system and see that valve, it's it's after some time it's a bit boring. And I said, well, what do you mean boring? And the guy said, yeah, because we don't have to replace that valve. It doesn't fail. Um, you don't have any leakages or any breaks of capillary tubes, so it it just works. And and they they, they of course said. I like that as a as a positive feedback. So that was funny and nice. Yeah, yeah, great. That's, that's fantastic feedback, I must say. So nowadays, after what is it, twenty five years now, uh, we're we're back to say business as usual. Uh, how do you see the uh, the position, the situation for the TU valve uh, in? Comparison with uh, the tradi traditional brass valves, uh, has has anything changed, uh, or how do you see it? Well, the the changes is that really twenty five years. Wow. Um, yeah, you're right. Um, is the change I see is that now there are two valve designs. Let's call it like that which are in the market in parallel and both of them have their strongholds so it's not that this stainless steel design of the tu tc series is replacing or has replaced the existing brass valve like t2 or t5 valves both of them are there both of them have strong positions in the market and both of them are used these what you can say as well is that these valves have kind of learned from each other of course during the design phase the knowledge danfoss has in the brass valve like t2 has gone into designing the stainless steel tu valve but then the knowledge from this stainless steel TU valve, what Danfoss learned there, the good points, they were transferred where possible to the brass T2 valve. One example is the stainless steel capillary tube. So both of these valves, the stainless steel TU and the brass 
body T2 valve. They have the stainless steel capillary tube to make that long lasting and so on. The same is accounts for the laser welding of the thermostatic element. That's the same thing. And both of them are manufactured on really highly accurate and automated production lines. And by the way, just to maybe that's interesting, these lines can handle both valve types at the same time. So that's that's quite interesting as well. Of course, there are remaining differences between the two valves or the two valve technologies. And that's on purpose. One is the stainless steel, the other one is the brass body. And that allows customers to choose the technology they want to have and to choose the technology which provides them with the best value. Let, let me give you some examples. The TU valve, for example, if you have uh, a system that is manufactured quite often, so a typical serial production, you can have a hermetic valve with a fixed orifice, not replaceable, and even a fixed superheat setting, so that is not changeable. In other words, nobody can fiddle around with your superheat setting. Then TU, perfect choice. If, for example, you go for a, a highly flexible approach, so you, you are a service technician, you have a van, you drive to your customers, and you want to have one valve body and, and a valve body that can replace any other valve in the market so that it really fits, it can replace that in form and function, then you go for the T2 valve because that, that gives you this high flexibility and you have only a few parts in your van, only the valve body and, and the orifices. What I want to say with that is I don't see a competition between these two valves or these two technologies. It's, it's not that stainless steel kills brass or the other way around. What I see is, let me phrase it as a strong family, a strong complementing family, which offers the customer the best options. And you can choose as a customer whatever is best for you. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Jörg. Uh, that was very interesting. Very enthusiastic as well. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's great. Thank you for listening in on this podcast. And don't hesitate to let us know what you think. Feel free to jump into our Cooling United Tech Hub for more valuable info on and about cooling. Stay safe and see you around.